Friday, February 4th, 2022, and the state of Maine is closed due to a winter storm of snow, sleet, and freezing rain, but the podcast must go on. This week's show is called My Racism is Showing. All right, this is Cynthia Dill, and I'm in my basement apartment studio in Cape Elizabeth. It's snowy outside, and I'm here to present a podcast about racism. It's it's actually kind of surprising to me that in Maine, the whitest state with so few racist incidents, there are so many accusations, what I consider to be reckless accusations of racism. For instance, the one last night lobbed at me by Eamon T. Dundon, the uh, advocate for the Portland Regional Chamber of Commerce. And for those of you who are not on Twitter, maybe you're not aware, but Eamon T. Denden is very, very active on Twitter. He likes to make comments, and what he likes to comment to me about is what he says are my racist views on housing. And just to remind people who haven't been paying attention or haven't been listening to the podcast, the issue of housing in Cape Elizabeth has been a hot topic because Right in the center of town on the town green, there was a proposal to build a gigantic low-income housing project that would cost the taxpayers of Cape Elizabeth close to $14 million, only be assessed at $4 million, not pay taxes for 30 years, and have one-bedroom apartments that would not house our workforce because the income restrictions were for people making less than close like $42,000. So the biggest employer in Cape Elizabeth is the town and the teachers, police officers, and firefighters who we hope to provide housing for would not be able to live at this project that we would be subsidizing. Not only that, but the project is right on the town green across from a war memorial and would like expand the footprint, the height, the density, and pave over the public skating rink. So it would be a complete eyesore and cut into the parking spaces available at Town Hall. So not surprisingly, a lot of people were opposed to it. didn't make any sense. Why would we subsidize the purchase of this prime real estate, especially like a $250,000 mortgage we were going to give a 30-year TIF? And it's ridiculous. We would put a million dollars or more of profit into the real estate developer's hand like the minute we sign the papers. And then over the course of 30 years, they have an exclusive contract to manage the property, not pay taxes, and then own the residual. So it, it was a really bad, bad deal for Cape Elizabeth. So what some of us did is we're like, hey, why don't we just put this out to a vote, see if this makes sense, if this is the best way we can support people who need help and support opportunities for housing in Cape Elizabeth because the town had already passed a comprehensive plan which is overwhelmingly supported by the town that wants to have affordable housing. Uh, But this obviously wasn't affordable housing. It wasn't affordable because it would impose a huge tax burden on like most of the town and only service a very small population of people from outside the town. So we gathered the signatures, and thankfully the question is going to go out to a referendum, but the developer, upon scrutiny and 
the upcoming vote forfeited, walked away. So there's no more Dunham Court. So there will still be a vote on Dunham Court. But what we did, the proponents of affordable housing, we put out Plan B, or at least we're working on Plan B, and that is a petition to amend the zoning ordinance that would create or give the town council the ability to create community housing on town-owned land that was left to the town of Cape Elizabeth by Thomas Jordan in 1825 and his wife for the specific purpose of housing the indigent people. So this is, this is like a very innovative alternative to Dunham Court that is more f- like fiscally responsible and just totally better for families and kids. It would enable the creation of multiplex housing on or around Goldcrest, which is this beautiful piece of property that we've already spent hundreds of thousands of dollars to preserve a lot of open space. It's near the community garden. It would allow a, a walking path to the school system. And multiplex housing is housing that's like individual dwelling units attached side by side. So you can imagine you could go trick-or-treating, which is, in my view, what Cape Elizabeth is all about. But even though I took a responsible position against Dunham Court and has presented, have presented, I think, a really innovative and, I don't know, exciting proposal for Plan B, the um, this Enum T. Dundon last night took it upon himself on Twitter to accuse me of being racist because he noted that there's a development in Yarmouth that is completely different than what was proposed for Cape Elizabeth. Okay, there's a development in Yarmouth that a press release made it to the papers. Sounds wonderful. Consistent with Yarmouth's comprehensive plan, a senior housing development, market rate not subsidized, would be built. And uh, Eamon T. Dundon says basically that, you know, that should have happened to Cape Elizabeth, but for the fact that racist people like me were opposed to it. His words were... uh, He says on Twitter, quote, Ah, so now the truth comes out. Dill Esquire, meaning me, and her not-so-merry band of NIMBYs would have been perfectly fine with Dunham Court proposal, but for the fact that they were subsidized units that would have benefited those less fortunate than her. Your racism is showing, Cynthia. I just, I'm almost, I mean, I since... I shouldn't say shocked, but I am a little bit shocked that, you know, this sort of punk, you know, this ankle-biting punk is out there on Twitter on behalf of the Portland Regional Chamber of Commerce throwing around racism allegations, recklessly throwing around racism allegations because they take a policy position against Dunham Court, which is a ridiculous proposal. I mean, it was just absolutely ridiculous. The numbers didn't make sense. It wasn't about families. It was so expensive and nobody could explain it. The town council didn't have a grip on the good deal. The developers were taking the town of Cape Elizabeth for a ride. And instead, what I've proposed is the development of affordable housing on town-owned land that was left specifically for that purpose. So why with this expert associated with the Portland Regional Chamber of Commerce just make this off-the-cuff, like, reckless accusation of racism. And I can't help but think it's just to increase his social media 
creds, you know, it's to stir the pot or maybe it's a joke, but in any event, in my view, it's the most insidious, the most like insidious type of racism that I, I, I can imagine. It's just like these, these privileged like white guys who jacked up on whatever energy drinks, just trolling people and making these accusations of racing, using race to advance the interests of corporations and for-profit real estate developers is just so gross. So to Ian M. T. Dundon, who accuses me of my racist, racism being shown, I mean, give me a break, dude. Oh my God, go back to the cave you came out of. <laughs>